Lord, we give you praise, and we give you honor, and we give you glory. Lord, you are truly worthy <clears throat> to be praised. There is none like you, my God. Kings of kings and lords of lords, great I am that I am, Prince of Peace, the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning, the end, our Redeemer, our Healer, our Provider, our Protector, our friend that sticketh closer than a brother, our rear guard, our battle axe, our shield, our sword. We honor you and we bless you. We worship you this morning. This is another day that you have made, Lord. A day that no matter how it feels or what it looks like or what is going on, it's your day that you have made that we should rejoice and be glad in. We thank you, Lord, that you woke us up this morning you kept us safely throughout the night and you woke us up this morning fully clothed in our right minds we thank you lord that we are in the land of the living this morning god when we breathe we breathe out we are still here and we want to tell you thank you lord we commit this day before you we do not know what awaits us lord it's a day that we have never seen before but God, I know that you are going before us, Lord, and you're going to lead the way for us, your children. You're going to make every crooked path straight, Lord. You're going to keep us safely, Lord, we ask, as we journey on throughout this day. We thank you for your children from near and from far. We thank you for their faithfulness, Lord. God, we ask this morning that you will bless them in a very special way. God, that you will continue to watch over them and provide for them and meet the needs in their homes and in their lives. In the name of Jesus, answer the prayers, my God, that they have been sending up to you, Lord. I pray that you will hear your children and that you will answer them according to your will. We thank you for your words that we will be sharing this morning. The entrance of your words bring light. Lord, your words that build us up and fortify us and encourage us, uh, encourages us and also correct us. As we're about to um, go into your words this morning, we pray for your wisdom and we pray for your knowledge and we pray for your understanding, Lord. And we pray that we will not be just hearers of your words, God, but we'll be followers and we'll be doers of your words. That there'll be a lamp unto our feet, my God and a light unto our path. This morning, God, we commit all those that are grieving this morning. My God, the, so, the, 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 the lonely and the sad and, Lord, those that are hurting and brokenhearted, we pray that you will comfort them this morning, Lord. Every second, Lord, and every time there's someone that is passing, but you're still God, you still remain the same, and you're still in control in spite of the circumstances. I pray, God, that you will drive the tears this morning, that they will feel your presence and your comfort and your peace that passeth all understanding. My God, we continue to pray for the healthcare workers and those that are battling this, this unseen enemy. God, I pray for your divine protection, that you will keep them well and that you will keep them safe and bring them back to their families at the end of the day of the end of their work day. My God, remember our president. We thank you that you said the hearts of the king, it's in your hand. They're in your hands. Remember the leaders, those that advise him and those that are working along with him, Lord. We pray for wisdom, God, in such a time as this, in such crisis. God, we ask that you will raise up some 
some men that will give him godly counsel in the name of Jesus that will advise him to do that which is right, my God. God, I pray that you will change the hearts of leaders, change the hearts of the senators, God, change the hearts of the politician this morning. My God, you can take out those hearts of stone and give them a heart of flesh, one that can, is pliable into your hands. God, you can bring them down to their knees. My God, when we look at the TV and see so many are falling to their knees, truly your word says that every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess that you are God. So God, I pray that you will visit them this morning. Jesus, speak to their hearts this morning and help them to do that which is right. Because bad decision, wrong decision, affects us, your children. And so we look to you, God, because it's only you alone that can correct every wrong. Make every wrong right, God. In the name of Jesus, we pray for your divine leading and your divine direction. God, we thank you this morning because you're God and you hear and you answer the cries of your children. Lord, remember those that are not working and are wondering, how do I feed my children? How do I pay my bills? My God, remind him that your word says that you will never see the righteous forsaken, nor see begging for bread. Lord, open doors for them, Lord, in the name of Jesus, that they will be able, my God, to pay their bills. Give them a sense of peace during this time of storm. The word says, be still and know that I am God. My God, I pray that you will, God, just comfort our worried hearts, Lord. Remove the fears and help us to remember who we serve. You're the Hallelujah. same God that bring the children of Israel through yes, the desert today, and fed them. You haven't changed, God. You're still the same. It's still the same God that we are serving, the one that never slumber nor sleep. So, God, we know that you will take care of those that are what that belongs to you. And so we commit everything into your hands, Lord. We rest in your peace. We rest in your grace. We rest in your mercies as we commit our lives into your hands. And we tell you thanks in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Thank you, Instagram. Welcome. A pleasant good morning to you, you and you, brother and sister Brown, here this morning. Amen. And it's always good to be with you. We are thanking God for each and every one of you. Good morning, Minister Lester Reed and um, uh, I should say, um, Nischala Baskota. Good morning to you in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Today is Thursday. Amen. And I do believe that it is the 9th of April, yes. 2020. Passover started last night. Amen. Yes. Christ, our Passover, yes. is sacrificed for us. And we Amen. thank and praise God for each and every one of you in Amen. the name of Jesus Christ. Now, today our topic is the Tribulation Generation. Our topic today is the Tribulation Generation. When we studied the book of Matthew, we realized that Matthew wrote his book with a certain focus. Amen. And in Matthew chapter 1, verse 1, you want to read that for me, sweetheart? Matthew chapter 1, verse 1. The book of the generation of Jesus Christ, the son of David, the son of Abraham. So Matthew wrote his gospel, his book. Amen. With a focus on the generation of Jesus Christ, 
the son of David, the son of Abraham. There was a generation to which Jesus came. He came unto his own. He came in the flesh. And this book, the book of Matthew, is the book of the generation to which Jesus came. Amen. Next verse. So all the generations... Matthew chapter 1, verse... verse 17. Yes, Saint so, Matthew chapter 1, verse 17 tells us. Go ahead. So all the generations from Abraham to David are the 14 generations. And from David until the carrying away into Babylon are 14 generations. And from the carrying away into Babylon into unto Christ are 14 generations. So, what we have, Matthew writing his book, the book of the generation of Jesus Christ. Yes, that generation to whom Jesus came. And then he also described and tell us various generations. He said, so all the generations from Abraham to David are how many? 14 generations from Abraham, Abraham's generation, to David's generation, 14 generations. And from David until the carrying away into Babylon are? 14 generations. And from the generation of David until the carrying away into Babylon are also 14 generations. So we have 28 generations right there already. Mm-hmm. And from the carrying away into Babylon unto Christ are? 14 generations. So. We have 40 and 2 generations from Abraham to Christ. So all the generations from Abraham to Christ are 40 and 2. But Matthew's focus was on one generation. The generation in which Jesus lived. Next verse. Matthew 3 verse 7 says, But when he saw many of the Pharisees and Sadducees came to his baptism, he said unto them, O generation of vipers, who hath warned you to flee from the wrath to come? Next verse. Matthew 12, 24. O generation of vipers, how can ye being evil speak good things? For out of the abundance of the heart the mouth speaketh. Did you tell us again this verse? Matthew 12, 20, 34, sorry. Yes, Matthew chapter 12, verse 34. You want to read it again for us? It says, O generation of vipers, how can he being evil speak good things? For out of the abundance of the heart the mouth speaketh. And finally. Matthew 16 verse 4. A wicked and an adulterous generation seeketh after a sign, and there shall no sign be given unto it but the signs of the prophet Jonas as he left them and departed. Okay, so today we're going to talk about the tribulation generation. Our topic is the tribulation generation. The tribulation generation is the generation to which Jesus came. The tribulation generation is the one to which Jesus came. How did he describe it in Matthew 12, 34? Generation of vipers. He said, oh, generation of vipers, serpents, of the devil. How can he be what? Evil. It was an evil generation. He said, you can't speak good things. For out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaketh. What you write and what you say, tell me who you are. So it's not like a mistake then. Oops, I made a mistake. Oops, I didn't mean to say that. There's no oops in God. 
when, when we pray, mm -hmm. we pray and say, Father, reveal the thoughts and yeah. the intents of the heart. Right. So we pray and ask God to let people speak and be yeah. healed because by their fruits you shall know them. That's why we pray. Right. Now there's a power in prayer. Mm -hmm. There's natural power mm -hmm. and there's spiritual power. Mm -hmm. The spiritual power is greater. So we can naturally adjust the thing or we can spiritually adjust the same thing. Yeah, but I think sometimes it's the sometimes we allow our flesh to overrule um, what is to be said, um, and sometimes, as you said, we know that um, it says out of the abundance of the heart the mouth speaking. You know, you sometimes tend to want to say something emotions because right, your emotions and your mm -hmm. your you're in the flesh, so you're saying that it still doesn't matter. It's still what is in the heart that is coming out there. Yes, because that's why he says, we must bring the flesh into subjection. We by the spirit. Okay. So it's a daily growth. The Bible says, grow in grace. Okay. So every day you get better. Okay. Every day climbing that ladder. Every day we get better as we grow in grace. We learn how to bring this, this flesh into subjection. Right. So we grow in on a daily basis. That's why each day is a new day. Okay. Yesterday's growth, can help me today. Right, right. Today's growth can help me tomorrow. I'm growing mm -hmm. daily. I'm learning how to deal with situations differently each day. So Jesus looked at the generation to which he came and said, this is a generation of serpents, vipers. It was an evil generation, a generation that had given itself over unto Satan. Mm -hmm. They had taken over the temple and made it a den of thieves. They had hated the people because they wanted to prosper from the people and the people were poor. They made deals with the devil. They made deals with the enemy. They did everything that would be financially profitable for them. And Judas, being one of Jesus' disciples, demonstrated he was willing to sell his master for money. Okay, I have a question. Absolutely. Um, so, I'm sure you've heard this before where... You know, someone would say, if I if I wasn't a Christian, I would have tell you a piece of my mind. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So in that case, then, is it the Holy Spirit that is bringing them under control? Why? There's a war going on in okay. me, right? The Bible says, "For in my flesh mm -hmm. will let no good thing." Okay. When I would do good. Evil presented yeah. And the evil that I would, I find my. And I just, but that war. Okay. So when you say, if I, if I wasn't a Christian, is that struggle yeah. in the, and then the spirit is bringing the flesh in subjection. I say, yeah, 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 okay. the spirit of Christ in you. And there is a war going on for, in our flesh, we let no good thing. And there's a struggle in the flesh. Okay. So Jesus spoke of the generation to which he came as a generation of vipers. Yeah. It says you can't speak good things because you're evil. I know you evil. You see what you're talking about. Mm -hmm. Jesus knew that Judas was a devil. Amen. Amen. Did I trust that? Folks say, oh, I do know. Amen. Jesus knew that Judas was a devil. But Judas had a purpose in the ministry and in the fulfillment of the word of God concerning <coughs> Jesus Christ. Amen. He had a part to, you have your part to play. Amen. 
a wicked and adulterous generation mm -hmm. seeketh after a sign. Amen. And there shall no sign be given unto it, but the sign of the prophet Jonas. And you know what he did? He left that wicked generation and departed. Our text today comes from Matthew chapter 24. Matthew chapter 24. And we're going to read the first three verses. Minister Brown. And Jesus went out and departed from the temple. And his disciples came to him for, for to show him the building of the temple. And Jesus said unto them, See ye not all these things? Verily I say unto you, there shall not be left here one stone upon another that shall not be thrown down. And as he sat upon the Mount of Olives, his, uh, the disciples came unto him privately, saying, Tell us, what shall these things be? And what shall, they, what shall be the signs of thy coming and the end of the world? Amen. So what do we have? We have Jesus Christ leaving out of the temple. It was a wicked and adulterous generation. Amen. They had a form of godliness, but it had no power. Amen. It was acting. Amen. It was putting on a show. The Bible says they would go in the marketplace and stand in long robes and they would pray for, yes, to be seen of men. So Jesus went out and departed from the temple. And his disciples came to him for to show him the buildings of the temple. So he's leaving out of it. It's a mess. Look at it. Oh, it's nice. Look at the columns. Look at the third floor. Look at the second floor. Look at it. Oh, this is great. And they began to show him the buildings of the temple. You know, as folk always showing you how great this is yeah, and how nice yeah. that is and how beautiful this look and all that. Mm -hmm. And Jesus said unto them, See ye not all these? You see all these things? Mm -hmm. You see all these things? He said, Truly, I say unto you, there shall not be left here one stone upon another that shall not be thrown down. Mm -hmm. All the things that you take pride in. Yes. All the things that are for your acclaim. All the things you own near and dear. He says. You see this generation. Not one of these stones shall be left. Standing upon another. That shall not be thrown down. And he continued his journey. Verse 3. You want to read it for me? And as he sat upon the Mount of Olives. The disciples came unto him privately saying. Tell us. When shall these things be? And what shall be the sign of thy coming and of the end of the world? So he went to the Mount of Olives, sat down, and his disciples came unto him. Privately. Yeah. Privately. Yeah. <laughs> Me no want you here. Amen. Privately. Saying three things. Mm -hmm. When shall these things be? When? when you know, it's what he said to them. Mm -hmm. The stones are going to be tossed down. Not one is going to be left standing up on another. That's what he said. Okay? They were showing him the building. And he said, There shall not be left one stone standing up on another that shall not be thrown down. So he tell us, When is this going to happen? But then they added two more questions. What shall be the sign of thy coming? That's the second question. And the third question, The sign of the end of the world. But you read me verse 16 again. Matthew 16 verse 4. A wicked and an adulterous generation seeking after a sign. And there shall no sign be given unto him but the sign of the prophet Jonas. And he left them and departed. 
a wicked and adulterous generation want to know the sign of Jesus coming. Mm -hmm. So as quick as me see the sign, we just drop everything and run and go. I just go and get myself thief. ready. Ah, I'm ready. Thief. Wicked and adulterous Amen. generation. What shall be the sign of thy coming? Mm. Now, these were unconverted men. The Amen. disciples that cast out devils, healed the sick, laid hands on people, and all of that, they were not yet converted. Jesus said to Peter, when thou art converted, strengthen thy brethren. A lot of times you hear teachers and preachers talk about things concerning the generation of Jesus Christ and the nation of Israel to which he came, but they, in ignorance, don't understand the context in which these things happened. Jesus had empowered the children of the bridegroom because he was with them. Amen. That's why they didn't even have to fast. He says, how can the children of the bridegroom fast when I'm here with them? So Judas could cast out devils. He could heal sick, Peter, all of them. But they were not converted. They were empowered and dispensationally provided the opportunity of doing the things to the natural nation of Israel that Jesus wanted. But, so, yes. but isn't that how humans are though? We want a sign for everything. I want to know who I'm going to marry. I want to know. Wicked and adulterous. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if I'm going to get a big house. Wicked and adulterous. <laughs> but it's the same thing. Isn't that the same Wicked and adulterous. <laughs> Not That's me, true. not my words. The word that is so Jesus true. said a wicked and adulterous yeah. generation seeking after a sign. Oh. So if you find you're looking for signs, you're wicked and you're adulterous. Amen. Now adultery don't mean necessarily having sex right, with different no. individuals. Yeah. It can mean that you are engaging in the appreciation or the worship or the praise of yes. idols. Yes. Yeah. Understand? Yeah. Likewise, fornication, yeah. you engage mm -hmm. in relationships with idols and you engage in idolatry. So, they ask him, when shall these things be? What shall be the sign of thy coming and of the end of the world? Amen. Good morning, Dr. Katenga. How are you, sir? Good morning. I'm fine, thank you. I failed to connect. That's hard to, to phone you. Not a, not a problem, Doc. I'm glad to have you. So, you're going to just stay on the line, right? All right, okay, thank you. All right, very good. So Jesus said, a wicked and adulterous generation seek it after us. Doc, if you have any questions or any statement, please feel free to interrupt, okay? You can jump in whenever you're ready, all right? Okay. All right. So he said, a wicked and adulterous generation seek it after us, which shall no sign be given. Three questions they ask him. When shall these things be? The first one was timing. Timing chronologically, when is this gonna happen? Amen. The second thing is what? Amen. The tangible. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What shall be the sign of thy coming or the signifier mm -hmm. and of the end of the world? So the first one is when, and the other two they needed signs. Mm -hmm. But he says it's because of wickedness mm -hmm. and adultery, why that is so. Verse 4, please. And Jesus answered and said unto them, Take heed that no man deceive you. Continue. For many shall come in my name, saying, I am Christ, and, and shall deceive many. And he shall hear of wars and rumors of wars. See that he be not troubled, for all these things must come to pass, but the end is not yet. So the first thing he addressed, 
was this, the end of the world. Right, right. What Jesus said, take heed, pay attention. Right, right. Don't let any man deceive you, preacher, mm -hmm. prophet, evangelist, apostle, false apostle, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. Take heed, listen. Don't let anybody deceive you, for many are going to come in the name of Jesus, saying they are Christ, mm -hmm. they shall deceive many. Mm -hmm. You're going to hear of wars and rumors of wars. He said, don't even be troubled. So you see all those things happen. You just lean back and forth. You look like you don't care. The Lord tell me not to be troubled. He said, let not my heart be troubled. So I got to obey him. He says, for all these things must come to do what? He says, but the end is not yet. So you just let that go. Next Amen. verse, verses 7 and 8. For nation shall rise against nations, and kingdoms against kingdoms, and there shall be famines, and pestilence and earthquakes in diverse places all these are the beginning of sorrow so jesus is still on the question that the end is not yet Amen. nation gonna rise against nation kingdom against kingdom there shall be famines and pestilences and earthquakes in different places all these are the beginning of the affliction Amen. of the sorrow Amen. beginning of sorrow verse 9 then shall they deliver you up to be afflicted and shall kill you and he shall be hated of all nations for my name's sake. Continue. And then shall many be offended and shall betray one another and shall hate one another. Continue. And many false prophets shall rise and shall deceive many. And because iniquity shall abound, the love of many shall wax cold, but he that shall endure unto the end, the same shall be saved. Continue. And this gospel of the kingdom shall be preached in all the world for a witness unto all nations, and then shall the end come. Remember, we said he's answering Amen. the question of the end. Yeah. So he says, what's going to happen? They're going to grab yeah. the Christians. Mm -hmm. Now the beginning Amen. of sorrows. Amen. And they're going to deliver you up for persecution, for affliction. Mm -hmm. They're going to kill you. The Christians now. Not yeah, those who yeah. profess and claim that they don't want to go through anything. Mm -hmm. They're going to persecute you. They're going to afflict you. Yeah. They shall kill you. And you're going to be hated of mm -hmm. all nations for my name's sake. So if people don't hate you as a Christian, you're not really a Christian. Amen. Amen. The Bible says the world will love its own. Yes. Understand? Amen. The world is going to love the worldly people. And they're going to hate the children of God. You shall be hated of all men's sake for my name's sake. He's talking to his disciples in a private conversation. Amen. Men who would go into the world, mm -hmm. be joined to the good olive tree, would be hated. You notice what he said? Of all nations. He wasn't just speaking about the Jews. Mm. All right? And then he says... And many shall be offended and shall, and shall betray one another. Mm -hmm. So within that group, you're going to have some who are not grounded, yeah. not solid, not able to stand. Right. They're going to be offended at what is said. They're going to be thin-skinned. They're going to betray one another like Judas betrayed Jesus. Mm -hmm. They're going to hate one another like he was hated by Judas. Mm -hmm. And many false prophets shall arise. If you notice, you're looking on Facebook and social media, prophet, this and mm -hmm. prophet. Why you got to put prophet before you near? Why you don't just prophesy and let me prove it? Amen. But prophet, Amen. apostle, Amen. bishop, 
your prophetess. Don't do you don't have to do all those things. Just be who you are, and by your fruit you shall know them. By their fruit. We're gonna know who you really are by what you do. But many false prophets shall arise and shall deceive many. And because iniquity shall abound, iniquity, deep wickedness, practicing sorcery, iniquity, divination, because that thing shall be spread abroad, many their love shall become cold. Amen. Verse 13, please. But he that shall endure unto the end. Endure what? Affliction, killing, Amen. persecution, anger, wrath, hatred, and all that stuff. But he that endure unto the end, the same shall be saved. So you're not saved when you start. No. When it endures is when you go to the very end, when you've gone the last mile of the way. You're not saved when you started the journey, yeah. when you get to the end. Don't let yeah. that demon fool you. The same shall be saved. Verse 14, please. And this gospel of the kingdom shall be preached in all the world for witness unto all nations. And then shall the end come. So now we know when the end is going to come. When it's preached to When the nation. gospel is preached to all the world. For a what? This one word. Witness. A witness. Yes. A wit you are my witnesses. Say the Lord. Folk talking about the two witnesses. And Israel. The natural branches of the olive tree. The church. The Gentiles. The wild olive tree. The candlesticks are the churches. We are the witnesses of Jesus Christ. And the gospel. The good news of the kingdom of God. Shall be preached in all the world. And then shall the end come. Then it's going to be the end of the world. So he answered the last question first. I have a question. Though. Yes. Uh, Doc, if you have any questions also. Go ahead. What about those people um, who have never heard it? What about those... One second, Doc. Go ahead. Yeah, Speak loudly. What about those persons who have never heard about the gospel who have passed away? Like they live in some country or some era that the gospel or the news has never reached them but mm -hmm. they have passed on what what will become of i mean well you don't know then because none of but us we have the answer what jesus yeah. said um speaking through luke mm -hmm. god in times past suffered all nations to walk in their own ways mm -hmm. nevertheless mm -hmm. he left them not without a witness in okay. that he gave rain from heaven mm -hmm. and fruitful season to the whole earth. He let the sun shine on the just and on the unjust. So the witness of God to all the nations that were born in the time when the gospel was not preached, the witness of God was rain from heaven and fruitful seasons and he had allowed them to walk in their own ways. So they naturally received the witness of God. The Bible says, do it not even nature itself teach you. So nature also teaches about God. So okay. the Bible says their witness went out into the whole world. So every man is accountable. Yes, Doc, you were saying? I was asking the Yes, Matthew chapter 24. We're reading from St. Matthew chapter 24 and we're up to verse 15. Verse 15, okay. Yes, go ahead. When, when he therefore shall see the abomination of desolation spoken of by Daniel the prophet, stand in the holy place. Whoso readeth, let him understand. 
Then let them which is in Judea flee from, flee into the mountains. Let him which is on the housetop not come down to take anything out of his house. Neither let him which is in the field return back to take his clothes. And woe unto them that are with child, and to them that give suck in those days. Continue to 22. But pray he that your flight be not in the winter, neither on the Sabbath day. For then shall be great tribulation, such as was not since such as was not, was not since the beginning of the world to this time, no, nor even shall be. And twenty-two. And except those days should be shortened, there should no flesh be saved. But for the elect's sake, those days shall be shortened. So they ask him the questions. <clears throat> when? Shall these things be? Mm-hmm. What shall be the sign of thy coming mm-hmm. and of the end of the world? He answered the first one, the end of the world. The next question that he addressed was, when shall these things be? Mm-hmm. When shall these things be? So he said unto them, when. Yeah. You notice what he started yeah. out with? Mm-hmm. When. Mm-hmm. Chronology, time. Mm-hmm. When ye therefore shall see now, he, he dealt with the question of the incoming. Mm-hmm. He concluded that. He told them the gospel is going to be preaching all the world and the income. And now he's dealing with the buildings and the things and the tribulation. Listen to this. When ye therefore shall see the abomination of desolation, that which make it desolate, tear up, yeah. destroy, pull down. When ye therefore shall see the abomination of desolation, Spoken by Daniel the prophet, stand in the holy place. Who's a read it? Let him understand. He's standing where you are not. Mm. He says, Then let them which be in Judea do what? Flee into the mountains. Continue. Let them which is on the house top not come down to take anything out of his house. Neither let him which is in the field return back to take his clothes. And woe unto them that are with child, and to them that give suck in those days. He said, when you see foreign soldiers mm-hmm. come and enter into the temple of God because they have no reverence for your God. Mm-hmm. They worship other gods, atheistic. They have no regard for the things you hold holy. When you therefore shall see they come with the bulldozers and the tanks and the things to tear down. Whoso read it, let him understand. Then let them which be, if it is happening, and the temple was in Manhattan, and you were out in Westchester, he says, flee into the mountains. If you are the host, stop fixing your roof. Let him which is on the host, stop not lay down flat. Don't come down to take anything out of your house. Neither let him which is in the field return back to take his clothes. He said, find a hiding place. And woe to them that are with child and to them that give suck in those days. So it's a particular time time period, a certain days Mm -hmm. when that event took place. And he says, but pray that your flight be not in the winter time, Mm -hmm. nor on the Sabbath day. And then you read me verse 21. For then shall be great tribulation. One more time. And for then shall be great 
tribulation. For then, when you see this happen, shall be great tribulation. Continue. Such as was not since the beginning of the world to this time, no, nor ever shall be. So he says, when you see that happen, is this a great tribulation? There was never any tribulation like that. And there is not going to be any like it. He said, when you see the abomination of desolation. If you're on the whole stop, don't come down. If you're in the city, don't come back. Try to make sure it's not the Sabbath day when folk won't tell you, say, you can't run. He says, for then, at that time, at that time period, shall be great tribulation. Such as was not since the beginning of the world. There was never any, any like it. Nor ever sh there won't be any Amen. after it. It's going to begin at that time. Amen. When they start tearing down the temple. Ripping up the field. Doing all the things that they are doing. Then it's going to start. Amen. He says and except those days should be shortened. There should no flesh be saved. But for the elect's sake, those days shall be shortened. Yeah. So the things that are going to happen are going to cause men to run, desire to get out of it. They're going to be crying. They're going to be yeah. weeping. And only God can help. Verse 23. Then if any man shall say unto you, Lo, here is Christ, or there, believe it not. For there shall, rise, there shall arise false Christ and false prophets, and shall show great signs and wonders in as so much that if it was if it were possible they shall deceive the very elect so they ask him when these buildings gonna fall down and he says when the great tribulation begin mm -hmm. when you see the armies come when they enter into the, the great tribulation and they tore down the buildings in AD 70 under Titus Titus Tore down the temple, Herod's temple, raised the place, they scattered the Jews abroad. The great tribulation began in AD 70 when the stones, all the buildings, Amen. came tumbling down. Amen. And he told them, because remember, they asked him about the end. It's going to last for a period of time throughout the whole world. The Jews are going to flee to various places and uh, the trials and the tribulations, the things that are going to happen will take place. He says, now, if any man is going to say unto you, here is Christ, because big trouble on the land. Amen. Or there, he says, you mustn't believe. So folk are going to tell you about Christ is coming. He says, false Christ shall arise and false prophets, and they shall show great signs and wonders in so much that if it were possible, they shall deceive the very elect. False Christ. Verse 25. Behold, I have told you before. And 26 to 28. Wherefore, if they shall say unto you, Behold, he is in the desert, go not forth. Behold, he is in the secret chambers, believe it not. For as the lightning, lightning cometh out of the east, and shineth even unto the west, so shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. For whosoever the carcass is, there will the eagles be gathered together. Okay, so he says, you don't believe that false Christ business. Folk telling you that Christ is someplace. Mm -hmm. He says, not so. He says, for as a lightning cometh out of the east and shineth even unto the west, 
so shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. So he yeah. told them what the sign was. Yeah. When Christ is coming. Amen. It's going to be... You, you can't miss it. Unmistakable. It's going to be distinctive. It is going to be unique. There, will, there was never anything like it. And there won't be anything like it after. He says, for the lightning coming out of the east. He used that simile. He likened the coming of the Son of Man to lightning coming out of the east. Shining to the west. That's always going to be when the Son of Man comes. But then he tells us something here. He says, for wheresoever the carcass, the carcass, the dead body is. Look at this word. There, there will the what? Eagles. Eagles. The vultures. Mm -hmm. Wheresoever the carcasses, there the vultures will be gathered. Yeah. Vultures gather over dead body. Yeah. Dr. Katenga, any questions? No. Go ahead. Okay. So wheresoever the dead body is. Mm -hmm. Where we from in Jamaica? When a dog die or a goat or yeah. whatever animal and they line out in the field. You can find a place. By just looking up, John you Crow. see that vulture, that John Crow, circling above yeah. where the carcass is. So what the Lord was saying, at the coming of the Son of Man, many are going to die just by His presence. Men's heart failing them because of fear. Fear that's coming on the land. And then the vultures will circle around for wheresoever the dead body is. You know that some people have a sign of the vulture. They will gather and they will pray on different individuals, armies of the sign, nations of the sign, the sign of the vulture. So you have to be wise. You have to understand the meaning behind certain things. So, wheresoever the dead bodies are, vultures will be gathered there. Verses 29 and 30, sweetheart. Immediately after the tribulation, of those days shall the sun be darkened, and the moon shall not give her light, and the stars shall fall from heaven, and the power of the heavens shall be shaken, and then shall appear the sign of the Son of Man in heaven, and then shall all the tribes of the earth mourn, and they shall see the Son of Man coming into the clouds of heaven with power and great glory. Okay. So now, the Lord told them the sign. When you see the lightning shine out of the east, go to the west. And he says, when you see all a whole bunch of dead bodies. Mm -hmm. But he said, immediately after the tribulation. Is that what it says? Yeah, Could you read it? Let me hear. Immediately after the tribulation. Immediately after the tribulation. He was speaking to a certain generation. The generation of the tribulation. He says it was an adulterous generation. A generation of serpents. Mm -hmm. A wicked generation looking for a sign. It's a generation of Jesus Christ. The one that rejected Messiah. So he said immediately after the tribulation of those days. What's going to happen? The sun be darkened. The sun is going to be darkened. And the moon shall not give her light. The moon is going to be darkened. And the stars shall fall from And heaven. the stars going to fall out of the sky. And the powers of heaven shall be shaken. And the very heavens like earthquake. Mm -hmm. And the powers. Jesus said all power is given unto me. Where? In okay. heaven mm -hmm. and in earth. Satan have the power of death. Jesus have all power. Amen. Including the power of death Jesus has. He has the keys of what? Amen. Death Amen. and hell. Amen. 
all power is given unto Jesus Christ. Amen. Now you can give a key to whomever you want. So he said, the powers of the heavens, whoever up in heaven have power, Satan have the power of the, he's going to be shaken. Amen. The powers of the heaven shall be shaken and then shall appear the sign of the Son of Man in heaven. Look at it. He says, for as the lightning cometh out of the east and shineth even unto the west, so shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. Immediately after the tribulation is going to happen, the sun is going to go dark, the moon not give her light. And Peter said, and the sun shall be darkened and the moon shall not give light. And whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord shall be saved. So some people not going to call on the name of the Lord. They still repented not of their fornication, adultery, wickedness, their evil deeds. They're not going to call on the name of the Lord. But whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Immediately after the tribulation of those days, the sun is going to go dark, the moon turn to blood, the stars fall from heaven, and the posts of the heaven shall be shaken. And then, you notice they ask him when? Yes. And then shall appear the sign of the Son of Man in heaven. The Bible says, when Christ, who is our life, shall appear, then shall we also appear with him in glory. We're going to be caught up when he appear. To those that look for him shall he appear. To those that do what? Look for him shall he appear the second time without sin unto salvation. We are looking for that blessed hope and what? The glorious appearing Amen. of the great God and our Savior, Jesus Christ. So, what's going to happen? And he shall send his angels with a great sound of a trumpet at the last. Trumpet's going to happen. And they shall gather together his elect from the four winds from one end of heaven to the other. So, he's going to gather the saints together. The tribes of the earth are going to mourn. They're going to die. The vultures are going to gather over them. Immediately after the tribulation. Don't be deceived. Folk on table. Oh, you're going to be raptured before all of this stuff happens. You're going to be caught up and you're going to be gone when all that stuff is happening. They're going to get you to follow a false Christ. Jesus said, when he appears, then shall we also appear with him in glory. Verses 32 and 33. Now learn a parable of the fig tree. When its branch is yet tender and put it forth leaves, he know that summer is nigh. So likewise he, when he shall see all these things, know that it is near, even at the door. So Jesus warned the generation. He said, learn a parable. The parable of the fig tree, when the branches are tender, you know, in the summertime when the new branches come out to bring the fruit and the leaves, it's tender. It put that forward leaf, you know that, hey, this is springtime, the summer is near. He says, likewise, when you see all the things I described to you previously, know that it is near, even at the doors. It is that near. Now you read me verse 34. Verily I say unto you, this generation shall not pass till all these things be fulfilled. Now the question that they had asked him first, mm -hmm. when the building's gonna fall down, mm -hmm. what shall be the sign of his coming mm -hmm. and of the end of the earth or the end of the world? Mm -hmm. Now he says, 
Verily I say unto you, this generation shall not pass till all these things be fulfilled. How do you apply that? Does that mean that the end of the world is going to come in that generation? No. This statement refers to the buildings coming down and the great tribulation beginning. So what he's saying, verily I say unto you, this generation shall not pass till all these things be fulfilled. So the things that they ask him about, the buildings... The abomination of desolation. This generation, remember, Matthew wrote, and he said, the book of the what? Generation of Jesus Christ. One more time, the book of the generation of Jesus Christ. Now the Bible says, a seed shall be accounted as a generation, and Jesus is the seed. He was born in that generation. He died and he rose from the dead. So that seed, didn't pass. He rose from the dead. He rose that seed. Jesus said, this generation shall not pass. So many in that generation die. But Jesus Christ, the same what? Yesterday, today, and forevermore. Jesus Christ did not pass. Now, go back to the beginning again. And I want you to read me what it says in Matthew chapter 1, verse 1. The book of the generation of Jesus Christ, the son of David, the son of Abraham. So the book of the generation of Jesus Christ, Jesus' generation. Amen. But he says, I am the life. He did not pass. Mm. Men around him die, mm. but he remained the same. Amen. So he said, this generation shall not pass. It was the generation of Jesus Christ. Amen. Now the individuals around him, the Ones who ask the questions and those in government, those in religious institutions, the armed forces, they pass. But he remained the same. This generation, somebody say, oh, it's not true because, but Jesus remained. So that generation has not passed. You know what he did? He says, I'm going to put time on hold till the fullness of the Gentiles be come in. What do we have? We have that generation. He said, this generation shall not pass. Jesus, the generation of Jesus. Amen. He was a part of that generation. Verily I say unto you, this generation shall not pass till all these things be fulfilled, even till he comes. We thank and praise God for you. We're going to stop here today. Are there any questions? Amen. Are there any questions, Doc? Amen. Amen. We thank and praise God for you. We're going to ask Doc to pray our closing prayer in Jesus' name. Amen. Dear Father in heaven, we thank you for this morning. We thank you for the protection during the night when you are asleep. Yes, Lord. We thank you for the good health that you've given us. Yes, Jesus, thank you. Father, we thank you for the word thank that you've given us this morning. Yes, Lord. A word about warning us of the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. Yes, Lord. Father, indeed, some of us we are prepared for his coming. Yes, Lord. We are waiting for you, yes, our Lord you. in heaven. Yes, Father, we thank you for everything. Even this coronavirus which is on yes, the break of the coronavirus, it won't touch us at all. It 
God bless you, Doc. God bless you, Doc.
Amen, amen, amen. Come on home, beloved. Come on home. Won't you? Won't you please? Please come home.